Yo, what up? Let's go. Welcome to another okay. exciting edition of uh, the Sporting News. We are Sans One uh, Nudist. Grayson, RIP. He's not with us tonight. Fired. He's not actually dead. Yeah, we fired him. He's fired after the shenanigans he tried to pull last week. <laughs> uh, he will be missed. Not forgotten. By two of yeah, you. Two, two of the three. We're not going to say who doesn't isn't going to miss him and who hates him. <laughs> Kyle. But, it's me. you know, um, yeah, it's, it's Kyle. It's me. Um, nah, I love you, buddy. I hope I don't think you'll listen to this, but I do love you. <laughs> and I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot. There's one other thing I want to do before we jump into some Super Bowl talk, guys. We had a, a nice oh, interaction yes. on yes. Spotify for so, for um for uh, confidentiality's sake. We we won't shout out the name. Should we shout out the name or? Uh, we'll, all we'll... I'm gonna say is uh, this gentleman has commented. I believe this gentleman, based on the photo, uh, has commented on t- twice, twice now on our podcast. Um, the most recent one, uh, we really appreciate it four days ago. Insightful and humorous. So uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening for a, what seems at like least, at least a beginning. dozen episodes. Yeah, since like the beginning. Yeah. So uh, we really appreciate your you listening and your patronage. Um, shoot us an email at the sporting nudes at Gmail. Uh, we'll uh, if we had swag, I'd give you free swag. But we don't know. We haven't made merch yet. But uh, thank you so much. Damn. We really appreciate it. Um, all, anyone who's interacted with us, even if your friends who text us or whatever, uh, we really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. So it's, um, this yeah. is all, this is all fun for us. You know, we don't really, honestly, like we love people listening, but we don't do it because people listen because we just, it's, you know, I mean, real, realistically, we want to just, we want to base level. We want to talk with our friends, you know, we yeah. want to talk with each other. Exactly. We, um, we do this on our <clears throat> fucking text messages all week anyway so yeah exactly that anyone just, find i don't the fact that anyone finds enjoyment in it is it, it, it blows my mind it blows yeah, my mind i don't really get it awesome. but we love you <laughs> yeah, well, we love you for it it's amazing yeah, uh yeah the, the fact that people listen and find us uh insightful and humorous two positive things in one sentence is uh, yeah. quite and, crazy yeah, so yeah uh, we appreciate and, and like kyle said this is uh this all came about because we just <laughs> wanted to talk to our friends and we're like hey we're not bad at talking about sports. We should just record this stuff for posterity and it'll live on longer than us. Uh, well, at least until Spotify decides to kick us off. Um, yeah. Anyway, thanks. We're going to uh, get deplatformed it. any minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do have to mark us uh, explicit based on, but you know what? It's fine. Fuck. I it. do say, I do like to say the F word a lot. We, we all love swearing. I love uh, the word fuck. It's so yeah. good. It's the best <laughs> word ever, dude. Yeah. It's the best word ever. You can use it. So man. Yeah. Don't, I it, won't even, it's, it's every, you could use it in every situation, just every situation. It's, it's, it's definitely applicable. So, well, uh, yeah. we got a big situation this week, guys. It's called the super, super bowl. I believe Sup- the superb owls. Yes. Superb, superb owls. owls. Yeah. Something like that's that. It. Yep. That's um, how and, I've read uh, it. Yeah. As a Browns fan, I don't know what it is or what it's the about. Never heard of it. Happens. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers haven't won in 15 years. Happy 15th anniversary. God. Kyle, please. It's, it's 15 years. How long are we in? We have Fuck not you, even Jason. been recording for seven minutes. Fuck. I you. mean, it's it's so early in, man. You can't just be saying it's, shit it's like a that. Year. It's a 15th Fuck anniversary. You, of, Jason. Uh, it's a 15th anniversary of me hating you. 15th anniversary of you going fucking yourself. 
for, for all years, for, yeah, you know, I take back how uh, what Kyle and I said about how yeah, this I, is fun to talk with our I friends. It's not friends. fun to talk about this shit anymore. I, I, the I, podcast ends tonight. <laughs> it's over. Thank you very much for your patronage. We're over. Done. Yeah. We'll finish Moving this on. one out, I guess. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, maybe we'll do next week, too. We have to get Grayson to say goodbye, I mean, we're too, definitely so. going to keep – yeah. We're still going to do it. We're just going to say fuck you, Jason. But eventually – Oh, by the way, for anyone for anyone who thinks that uh you know it's rude to say fuck you to a friend, this this shit is why it's not rude. Yeah. It's it's, valid. it's perfectly reasonable. Um well speaking of reasonable guys, uh let's take a look really quickly at our Super Bowl picks. Uh Jason did a great uh I believe it was a uh a swift kick in the brock is the headline from swift last kick week. Kick in the brock. Yep. Yeah. Um so Jason my, you and Grace and I are united in picking Kansas City. Kyle is sticking with uh, San Francisco. Uh, and do my note because they're the cutest team. They're cute. So I did um, say that. Yeah, yeah, yes, you did. Uh, so, guys, let's start with you, Kyle. Kyle, you sticking with San Francisco? I'm assuming you're riding uh, that cutie train. So, okay, uh, yes, I am. Uh, having said that. Uh, San Francisco is the favored somehow, I think by two, at least last time yeah. I checked the line, they are favored by two. So, um, as far as my betting goes, I'm putting the Kansas city on that. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> I like, I can't, I, I'm honestly, I'm pretty surprised I don't know. Am I am I am I crazy for saying that that I'm surprised that San Fran is San Fran is is, is favored in this situation? Um I think and I through listening this week, I think the reason for the the favor uh in the spread um or a favor on the line is because they like they take into account victories, good victories like what the total point spread was, uh, offense, defensive efficiency, and the uh, Chiefs have had more grinded out games. What I find interesting was it was at one and a half briefly. So it came down to one and a half, and then really? they put it back to two. I'm going to um, double check this. I actually have not bet yet. So I, th- I think it's still two. Um, I looked at Yahoo earlier. Um, actually, let me pull it up real quick up on FanDuel. It is it's still on two on Yahoo's saying it's still two. I think it's a little bit surprising. I think one and a half. Like it's only half a point, right? But um it's not yeah, like Vegas I, I, is any closer or further away from either of the Yeah. I I don't know man. I I'm with you. Like if you look at recency bias, like betting typically is I mean, I don't want to say it's all based on a recency bias, but like the Chiefs have been on fire in the playoffs. And I mean, that's and that's what you have to be to like to win a Super Bowl. You have to be on fire. You have to be the team that's most on fire. And and like I know they are. The Niners have had to come back twice, and that shows great resiliency, mm-hmm. right? Like the Chiefs has shown all year. But wow, Fanduel has it at two and a half. Yeah, well, see that does it just keeps climbing, man. It's just it's weird. The money line so, is so one ten. There is or one, one minus one thirty for San Fran. I can't believe that. There is one thing I wonder about that, and that's are they bank? Are they looking at the Chiefs and saying they've been very reliant on their defense to win, and they're more which is not their normal exactly, and they're and they're more 
they they look and say, well, to Jason's point, San Francisco's used their offense to come back. They've used their offense consistently to win games, and they've been able to overcome adversity. And the Chiefs are very, very reliant on holding the other team, stopping them in big moments, keeping them, especially in the second half. I think they're like one of the lowest score teams in the second half or something like that. Um, I wonder if maybe that's not uh, influencing this at all. But it, I mean, it goes by my pick. I, I don't. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs right now. I'm just not. I, I won't do it. Um, not that I don't think that the 49. I think the 49ers on paper are a better team with you know obviously the quarterback edge goes to Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a man on fire right now. Uh, he's electric. You know, first ballot Hall of Famer and all of that too. So. I don't know. Uh, I I think this has a chance to be a really good match, though. I really yeah. Do. What's I nuts hope too? It is. That's all I care about, man. You know, yeah, that's all I think most people care about, especially when you're not invested in either of the teams. That's why I'm wearing the good old Cleveland Gladiators uh, arena football jersey because I love mm-hmm. football. I just don't like the teams. Five times as many bunny line bets on the Chiefs as the 49ers uh, right now. Now most of the bets do come in within like the. First, I just like, contributed that to that five, three. Five, like, times five times came out on the money line. Crazy. Now most of the bets for the Super Bowl do come in like the day before. Or a lot of them will probably come in tomorrow. Um, but um, yeah, the how do Vegas. The thing that scares me about that bet is Vegas, Vegas never knows, is wrong. They know something, you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I'm 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 still sticking with the Chiefs too. I mean, I've rode the Chiefs the entire time and it just betting against Mahomes and 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 that defense is tough until until they lose. Um, you know, it's the same thing, same thing in Formula 1, right? I know it's not a Formula 1 podcast, but Formula 1 this year you go in every race and you go, Verstappen can't win everything, right? And then he just keeps winning. And until he doesn't win, I'm now at the point with Formula One where I'm like, well, Verstappen's going to win. And it's NFL, it's that way too. Like Until you're proven Chiefs, otherwise. Chiefs, until yeah. you're proven otherwise, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Yeah. But 49ers from a betting perspective has more value to it. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see well, kids, what yeah. my yeah, so, All right, so Jay, that being said, who is your Super Bowl MVP? Who is going to be the Super Bowl MVP? And you got a score prediction for us? Yeah, I do. Um, the over is 47 and a half, which I think is high with the two defenses. Uh, I'm doing 28-17 Chiefs. 28-17 Chiefs. And who you got for the MVP there? Uh, Mr. Patty Mahomes. Ooh. He I think... I think that this is that what I'm thinking here is a bend don't break. I think there's going to be a lot of yards. Um, I think there's going to be good offense, but the defenses on both sides are stout enough to not put this at a 47 and a half overall um, point spread. So yeah, I'm going, I'm going 28, 17 Pat Mahomes gets himself another MVP. Kyle, who you got over there? Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm San Fran going to take it away. Um, we're definitely going Christian McCaffrey. He, he's going to, he's going to have to be, I think the, the one, you know, uh, if it's, it's so hard, it's so hard not to pick a quarterback first off. Like that's just, I mean, sure. 
but having said that, if if they want to win, Christian McCaffrey is going to have to have a game. Um, I actually saw something on one of the props was uh, Christian McCaffrey, two rushing touchdowns. I'm going to hammer that uh, yeah. because yeah, I, I think you. that he absolutely has. He's like, that's like plus 400. I think that that's like almost, uh, I don't, obviously not a guarantee, but um, especially because he, you know, rushing touchdown, he doesn't always have to run the ball to uh, be effective and score. But um, <clears throat> I'm going to go, I think it's going to, I think we're going over. On the um, spread, nice. on the spread for sure. We're gonna go. Uh, I, I I I always feel like sometimes I, like how do you get to some of these points? But I can't like even think of it off the top of my head. I'm going. Uh, we're going 35 to uh, 31. They beat the spread, or they beat the yeah, they beat the spread. Uh, San Fran takes it home. All right. <clears throat> All right, well, I am going to be sticking with Kansas City. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, MVP, Travis Kelsey. It Ooh. feels like mm. his mm. moment for this. To cap off a huge postseason, right? He had a good season, up and down, some some weird moments. But this, to me, feels like a culmination of his career. It's a great moment. If you believe in an NFL script, this is a scripted moment of Travis Kelsey winning Super Bowl MVP. Uh, so I'm going with Taylor the, Swift at half field after the game. Well, uh, th- there's a lot of people that are doing the calculations to see if she could make it from her Tokyo uh, eras to her in time. Apparently she can. She, uh, she yeah, she's going to show up at halftime and, you know, steal the thunder from Usher or something like that. But um, I'm not going quite as high scoring as Kyle. I, 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 I don't know. I'm always torn because right for every 38, 35 Super Bowl you have last year where it's really tight, you get. You know, I feel like every other year getting like a 21-17 or a was it 13-9 or 15-9 with the, the, the New England over the Rams a couple years ago. that was just like a fucking snooze fest. I'm yeah. going to go a little lower. Um, give me. I'm going to say I, I'm going to take 27-21. Kansas City. Okay. Reasonably high scoring. I think that Kansas City defense, if they give up more than three touchdowns, they're in trouble. So uh, I think that I think that's right around where they need to be at to win the game. Uh, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey with the MVP. I'm going to take a look at some Travis Kelsey props because uh, I'm feeling two touchdowns for him. But uh, we'll have to look. So, all right. So, Jay, 28-17, Kansas City with good old uh, Kermit the Frog, Patrick Mahomes taking the MVP there. Kyle, you got 35-31, San Francisco with the, the CMC machine, uh, double touchdowning it for an MVP. And uh, I have 27-21, the Chiefs and the good old boy from Cleveland, Travis Kelsey. Wow, interesting. I'm the only one under the spread, so nice, nice. Yeah, so I guess I am. There. I am a little. I'm a little over the spread <laughs> there. Yeah, you, you okay. Got half point of. Yep. Hey, look, I don't feel great about picking under the spread. To be honest with you, 47 and a half seems very, very reasonable. I just and you uh, picked 47, right? I picked 45. Yeah, I, I thought it was 20. 30, 17. No, nah, 28. Oh, 28. Yeah, 28. So, so yeah, I mean, look, it's um, I still pick close, close to that. But uh, I look, all I'm hoping for is a good game. Uh, I'm not one of the people who said, I'm not watching the Super Bowl when they're in it. I'm always going to watch the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, so, of course, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's Super Bowl. I'm not even going to pretend. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm going to. I mean, I'm probably not going to do. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to be the whole, like, I don't know. We'll see, you know, maybe, maybe a party or whatever, but. You know, might just be sitting yeah, this, on the couch or something. 
This feels like a sit on the couch and kind of just watch a good game of football, Super Bowl. I, 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 if it's if it can be as good as last year's, then we're in for a treat, right? Last year's yeah. Super Bowl was fantastic. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Um, I hope it. Been, I hope it's that level. We've been pretty lucky over the past couple of years with with, with Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, we've had a couple, you know, weird snoozers, but it's it's been a, a number of pretty good, exciting years. So yeah, looking back at the past, right? So Kansas City, Philly last year, thirty eight, thirty five, Kansas City. The year before that, the Rams and Cincy had a, I'll say a good second half. Second half, second half. Was First good. half was a little rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the year before that, uh, Tom Brady blew out Kansas. It was City. the that best. Was, yeah. was the most exciting Super Bowl <laughs> in the yeah. recent uh, recent memory. Go well, on. Uh, we'll let you get away with that one. <laughs> um, and then Kansas City beat San Francisco pretty soundly the first time they met uh, back in 2020. Then you get back to like the you know the New England Rams that was arguably the worst Super Bowl in the modern era. It was just bad. Um, you know, yeah. Then Philly's first Super Bowl right uh, in this era with New England. Then you get all the way back to 2017. I feel like this feels like mm. so much recent, more recent than it is. 2017, the New England Atlanta. Yeah, you know, 20 the Super 20, Bowl. Yeah, yeah that was uh, insane. So 28 yeah, it, to three for I feel like for every Falcons two fans good ones can never escape. Get, oh, they're never, <laughs> never going to forget it. Uh, I feel like for every two, two good Super Bowls, you get one bad one. Um, so maybe we're due for a stinker. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping not. And, and to be fair, both these teams are poised to give a great Super Bowl. So, yeah, uh, yeah most definitely. So, guys, speaking of Super Bowls, well, there's a big event that happens in the halftime. It's the halftime show. It happens in the middle. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, number one, what do you guys think about the halftime show this year? It's Usher. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know everyone's feelings on this, but does, do either of you give a shit? I, it's, I it's, a, it's a very safe. Everyone, he's going to play, yeah. He's going to, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, I couldn't find myself caring either way. Uh, this isn't very polarizing. It's not, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not excited about it. Like, to Kyle made that's exactly what it is. Like, this is just a safe, like, Usher's a great performer. Yeah. He's got a bunch of hits. You know, For he's sure. going to put on a good show. Everyone loves so, him. But he, yeah. he, he's I mean, a, he, he is a good performer, right? He's got a little bit of yeah. that Michael Jackson performance. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, do you guys have uh, what are your like favorite, least favorite Super Bowl halftime shows? I know we don't. I mean, Jay, you and I have watched a lot of Super Bowls together. Kyle, you live in Cincinnati. We haven't watched any for a while. But is there is is there one that you were like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. I, I'm I'm excited about it. Or or one that you've been just like you thought was not only was it just like you didn't care about it, but it was just like bad. Do you guys have like a, a favorite, least favorite out there? I. I was not a fan of 2021 with the weekend. I thought that halftime show was pretty rough. Um, it was just a weird, like, there's nothing against the weekend. He's another, I don't want to say, he's a pretty safe pick. I mean, he's, he, especially in 2021, like, he, he had, he was kind of at the peak of, uh, oh, he like had he's a, kind of, he had a top, off yeah, yeah. Thing. He had he had a he had a chart topper. He was that hit that because oh, he's got a couple bangers. Um, but yeah, he was, yeah, he was safe for that moment. Uh, yeah, he kind of 
when you look at the list of recent people, he's also I'm, I'm I don't want to diminish him, right? Because he's obviously a huge uh, a huge artist, right? But when you look at it, Usher, Rihanna, Eminem, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg, Mary Day Blood, then The Weeknd, and then the year before that, it's J Lo, Shakira, like. Okay, you're going back up to like Primo, yeah. then Justin Timberlake, Maroon Five, Lady Gaga. Like it, some something is does, does not fit something, yeah. with the rest yeah. of these, right? Fucking they had Katy Perry and Lenny Kravitz with Missy Elliott. Like that I mean, one, I hated that one. It's I hated it was, that one. Yeah, Bruno Mars was. Fan. I love Bruno Mars. He's oh, so see, cool. I'm a, I'm the opposite. I hate I. You know what? I respect what he does. I respect his talent. I. Yeah. His voice irritates me. I just don't like his music. I know that he's talented. I know he was for a while like the next coming of Michael Jackson, which I hate yeah. calling anyone that. But uh, it just, I just, but it was such a weird pairing with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like I, I it just didn't make sense to me. I didn't really like it. Um, yeah. I do love me some Katy Perry or not Katy, uh, Lady Gaga. I thought Lady Gaga was fantastic. I thought Lady Gaga. I think anything Lady Gaga does. I actually think was it the year before. Or maybe the Katy Perry year that she did the national anthem, and that was actually like maybe besides Whitney Houston, one of the best national anthems ever. But she's yeah. always fantastic. Um, and I- I'll be honest, as much as I, the the Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg one was just fun. I yeah. thought that was so cool. I mean, it yeah. was yeah. <clears throat> you know I don't know that was a for for I don't know. That one was cool. I mean, I think yeah. that I think that you guys are forgetting about the worst halftime show ever, though. The Black Eyed Peas. The fucking Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, that one was awful. That was so, terrible. But that, I have some. And they're, they're so, the worst band ever. Like they're. Yeah, I mean, they everything about them is is horrible. And the fact that they were even around yeah. that situation. I have some, con- some context to that, which the only reason I didn't pick that one is because. There was a five-year run, guys, where and one of the bands. Uh, so let me, let's just go through it. 2005, Paul McCartney. 2006, The Rolling Stones. 2007, Prince with the maybe, Florida and might be band, one of the right? might be the best. It's up. Prince is is probably yeah. Tom Hardy and Tom Petty in 2008. Bruce Springsteen 2009. I love Bruce, so I'm biased. The Who in 2010, and then the Black Eyed Peas. So. <laughs> Let me tell you well, why, you know, <laughs> you, you know, so that run after you said all of those, who was the one that came right before that? <laughs> Janet Jackson, Jackson and, yeah. and uh, uh, yep, Justin yep. Timberlake. There was a reason why they went to all old bands because they were like, well, we're not going to have anyone taking so, their titties out or being so, assaulted so, or whatever. Yeah. The reason I didn't pick the Black Eyed Peas is because my favorite Super Bowl halftime show I'm biased. I love the Who. I absolutely mm. love mm-hmm. the Who. Mm-hmm. And that halftime show is hilarious. And I remember sitting with my dad and what he said when they did "Who the fuck are you?" and he said "Who the fuck are you?" My dad just was cracking up. He's like, "You gotta love the old guys just saying fuck the establishment." I don't give a shit. Dude, yep. I love that. Like, I was. Yeah. I'm not like so. I love that the Tom Petty uh, halftime show was really good too. The Prince yeah. one was. Fantastic! Yeah, I do. I am not a Rolling Stones fan. I do not like the Rolling yeah, Stones. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. I, I'm a hater, but boy, did they put on a fucking good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul McCartney's halftime show was fantastic too. But again, Joe, you said bias. This my bias opinion. 2010, The Who, like, oh, the, um, the, the Who is fantastic. That entire run was great. All of us are like, for anyone who's listening, 
we're not as plugged into pop music, um, I think, as the the main person is. When I mean plugged in, it's not like on my Spotify all the time, right? But the Who, by no means, yeah. Tom Petty, Paul McCartney, they're on my Spotify, right? So For sure. Like we're the classic one of my fans. most listened artists too, like every year. So yeah, yeah you know, yeah. And, yeah. And I, and, you know, yeah, classic the, rock and rock fans. So for sure, it's uh, also I, it's our good cow. I was just gonna say, I, 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 I was, I was gonna go into one of my favorites that might. Uh, it, it's it's honestly kind of hard for me to pick, but Shakira and J Lo, dude, they put on a fucking good ass they did. They did. show, dude. I love. Shakira singing. I know that's like, I mean, I don't know. There's she's known for other that, things. <laughs> she's known for other things, but um, and she did a great job shaking her ass too. So, I mean, you know, that's what, you know, that's, that's the other half of what she's known for. But dude, that show was so much fun. I, 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 I thought that was a, a good time. So anyways, it's no, I, there's Rihanna was it? my other one because I fucking love Rihanna, dude. There's nothing wrong with love. There's absolutely nothing wrong with. She was uh, pregnant as fuck, dude, and she just fucking went up there, didn't move, didn't move the whole time, but still went so high up in the air. I forgot that she was pregnant during that. I forgot about that. Also, uh, wasn't something like she hadn't performed live in like what, like four years, and then she did the Super Bowl halftime show or had an album or something like that. It was. Yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe, yeah, but anyways, so yeah, no, uh, the no, that's a good pick too. Yeah, I mean, that's of of that list of like the most recent ones. That that one was pretty was Mm -hmm. that was fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, she can sing, man. She got some pipes. The I I will say the there's one that I'm looking at that I completely forgot about that I also just didn't like. And 1997 Blues Brothers Bash with Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, and James Belushi. As someone who loves the, the original Blues Brothers movie and loves the Blues Brothers because it's just Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi did said, hey, we want to form a blues band because we love the blues and they fucking did it. They the did fact it. that that was a thing. And on top of that, like it just no. Yeah, when you yeah. look back at anything, we'll say like 2001 earlier, right? You start getting the themed yeah. Yeah. halftime shows that are just like you look at them and they they. And again, we're getting into the era where we were a little bit younger, so it's a little bit harder for us to, unless we go back and watch them, right? But I love this one. 1995, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye featuring Tony Bennett, what? Patti LaBelle, Arturo Sandoval in the Miami Sound Machine. And then they also included stunts with fireworks, skydivers, and a finale that included audience participation with light sticks. I don't recall ever watching or seeing this, but I'm going to tonight because I need to know what this is. Uh, but then, yeah, like then you had the, the the Michael Jackson one he famously did in it was at 93. Yeah, 93. We had the gold on the vest, right? There's been some really good old classic ones, too, that we're just not going to be as familiar with. So anyone listening that is a little bit older is, well, why are you guys talking about the 2000s? And because that's the era we're from. Sorry, we're in our 30s. Um, there is mm-hmm. one recent one, though, that I will say that I have a burning hatred for. Um, 2019 Maroon 5. I <laughs> fucking despise I was, Maroon like, 5. I, knew that I was hate that fucking band with a burning goddamn... I don't care. Any women listening, I know you think Adam Levine's hot. He's a piece of shit, and he's not that good of a hey. singer. He can eat my dick. Fuck him. I hate Sponsor him. us, Maroon 5. Yes. Yes, yes, Maroon 5. Adam Levine, come at me, bro. What are you talking about? Your music is trash. 
Cougars used to listen to it, and now you're worthless. Anyway, leading into someone we'd want to hear listen, what are your guys' dream? Like, like, I don't care how ridiculous it is. Who's your dream? Like, if they were performing at the Super Bowl halftime, you're like, well, I'm, I'm watching every minute of that. I'm not going to go watch commercials, or I'm not going to get a snack or a beer. I'm watching that entire thing. Joe, you're on a rant. Go for it. Who you got, man? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I, I not to put you on the spot, but you're you, you got fired up, so I figured you're. Yeah, I know. But... Uh, the problem is, I don't really, I don't have a good answer. Um, so okay, I I'm gonna have two, I'm gonna have one uh, that yeah, I yeah I'm gonna have two. There's a sensible yeah. pick and then one I love. <laughs> and yes. I want. Yeah. So so I've got a sensible pick right now, and I, honestly, when they announced Usher, I was a little surprised it wasn't this person. And that it was Usher, but I would absolutely love and think a post Malone halftime show would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. He's top. Of the, he's one of the top artists Damn. in the world right now. Yeah, he's he's like, fun. He's super he fun. fun. He's he super fun music. Cool. Yeah, um, he could play the he could play some acoustic stuff. He could go all around and he's supposed to be like a genuinely like goofy and fun guy. I think yeah. it would be a great, you know, get younger kids. That's a good get point. People, yeah. You know, at, he also has cross market appeal. It's not just women. It's not just men. It's pretty much everybody is a. Uh, and I do enjoy Post Malone. But if I want to go like music that I will listen to, give me a, give me a European themed halftime show. Give me some hardcore metal. Give me Caliban from Germany. Give me Heaven Shall Burn. Let's go. Bring him over from Europe, and then let's round it out with a headliner of August Burns Red. Give me some just oh. I August I want I want big. that field to be torn up from the mosh pits. There's a third option here. Okay. This one is not feasible, but it's more feasible than that. Give me a give me a when we were young tour halftime show. I want all the I want all yeah. of it. Get used my chemical romance. Give me some Hawthorne Heights. Like I I, I don't care. Give it to me all. Give me, give me somebody doing karaoke that I don't give a shit. I those two last ones would would just be fulfill my musical heart. But I absolutely do appreciate Post Malone. That's who my sensible yeah. pick would be. But uh, an emo tour would be the best. Nice, Kyle. Uh, okay, so, um, damn. Okay, I like that. I like that having like a sensible pick. So one of my picks was. Uh, one of my one of my you know dream picks i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks uh picks actually lines up very well with yours joe i was gonna pick in flames oh Um, oh let's go i love in flames love they like they they have uh, i'm seeing in flames on may 15th no shit yeah joe if you want to go i'll send you a lineup oh i'm uh may 15th uh i think i can go i'm going to see hawthorne heights on may 12th Okay. All right. Not so, to get yeah. out of tangent. I might be yeah. able to meet. Oh, oh Sonic oh, Temple. Go- oh, you're going to Sonic Temple? On Saturday. Yeah. They have an incredible lineup this year. They have a fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Damn, dude. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I can meet you guys up there. Spite, Currents, Throne, Code Orange is playing. Dude, that, that, that lineup There's is a hard, fantastic. A hard, a hardcore stage is fucking lit this year. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, Music like, podcast. I mean, yeah, we uh, we are very clearly fans of metal, um, <laughs> yeah, and that would be biased. that would be really fun for us to see. Like, I mean, not only do we want to see these people play, but it would be hilarious, like, to see like 
you know, the reaction panning the crowd, like uh, the camera panning the crowd, just to like see like, we'll what the, what the reactions yeah. are. Like you know, confusion, despair. Uh, I, I I don't know, all kinds of yeah. stuff. Um, if I were to, man, Post Malone was such a good pick. I didn't even think That's of that to be honest. It's like, you know, because I mean, uh, so, OK, so if I were to pick like a reasonable pick that might actually one day maybe happen, um, there's two. I, I'm also a, a pretty big hip hop fan. I love um, I love rap music as well. Uh, Jid, J.I.D., I don't know. Uh, and, and his uh, he collabs with a guy named Denzel Curry fairly often. Curry. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, they they have a lot of good stuff together. Um, that would be really fun. A little more mainstream, I guess. Um, maybe a little more broad appeal. I think that would be really cool. Um, tech damn. nine, tech dude, tech <laughs> nine would be. Oh my god, oh, dude! Oh man, that would you be can... hilarious. That would be something else, dude. Oh my god, that. That that, uh, that halftime show would be over in six and a half minutes. He raps so fast. Three right. six mafia, dude. <laughs> dude oh my god, <laughs> that's okay. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 dude. These are like, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's tripping me up. I guess because there's so many good ones. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think that those two, though, though that would be a, yeah, a good reasonable solid. one. Yeah. Yeah, I think In Flames would be really cool. You know, not to not to keep going with the metal uh, metal theme, but yeah, Jason, what do you think? Maybe I'll think of something else if I. Uh... Yeah, so I've I I've got kind of like Joe. I got like I know we said two, but I kind of got three. Like the one I would love would be like fit for an autopsy, Lorna Shore, like just straight deathcore. Just the yeah. Yeah, it would be fit for an autopsy, Lorna Shore, brand of sacrifice. Just like those three, like back to back. You talk about panning the crowd, like fit for yeah, an autopsy, plays for Black sure. Mammoth, and everyone's like, "What is happening?" Um, I would love to see Sleep Token oh. do the halftime show. Sleep Token is massive right yes. now, and they are just like they would put on such a good show. But my sensible pick, and one I could see happening at some point in time. And God, I hope it happens soon. Chris Stapleton. Halftime. Okay. Show. Okay. Like he's just so yeah. like, first off, he's so fucking talented and he would bring out some incredible musicians to, to yeah. do that halftime show with him. Right. Like yeah, he and would. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be pro- it probably when he does his big shows, it probably wouldn't be all country. Like he'd have to play like Tennessee whiskey and some of his other hits. But Chris Stapleton is so fucking good. Yeah. Dude, just he's so fantastic. Like, if I had a dream pick to do like America the Beautiful, it'd be Chris Stapleton or uh, John Legend every single year. Just fucking rotate mm. those two yeah. back and forth <laughs> because they're so fucking good. But Chris Stapleton would be like my if I had a sensible pick. Like Joe, I think you stole the Thunder with Post Malone. Like yeah. I think that's like D one. Yeah. But I would put I would put Chris Stapleton under under him as like the second, but. No, Joe, that's a great one too. Like, yeah, we uh, we know he's not going to be bringing out Toby Keith. 
So too soon. We'll not uh, be bringing out no big case. I, 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 Chris, uh, Chris Ableton's a good pick. He, I, I, or someone like you know, like get like a Luke Combs or something like that. Like yeah. those guys that have a little bit more cross appeal because, it, like, as you guys both know, I'm not a giant country person. I have a lot of respect for Chris Ableton, though. He's a true artist uh in a very good voice and he's extremely talented and the um, thing about chris stapleton he leans a little bit more towards the classic rock the classic blues country. yes yeah. yes maybe like, like classic country not new <laughs> pop country which i cannot stand like yeah he's older he doesn't style. have a drum he doesn't have like a drum kit going in the background yeah, like yeah, you right. know he's he's like classic style like down home country and his voice is just so fucking powerful. A huge fan of Chris Stapleton. There's uh there's one of the, there's one other artist I'm going to mention, and there's one obvious one we didn't talk about. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, Cleveland's own, would also be another oh, fun yeah. one. He's probably not quite. He's that he's that level of artist that's like super popular and super up there, but is he might, he's just like not. He's kind of like the weekend. Right, like, but and I, I don't mean that as a slight against. Machine no, Gun no, Kelly, he's. Like yeah, that, I, I get what you're saying. That level of like, he's oh, big. Right. But I think the weekend is much, much bigger than than MGK. But 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 if your Super Bowl halftime shows are like your one A, and the weekend's one B, is he like a two A or is he like he's? And again, I think Machine Gun Kelly has done a lot of stuff that crosses over, and he's very, very popular. I don't think he'd be a bad pick, and I think he's a lot of fun to see live. So, and again, I'm biased. I enjoy him. Um, I, I like his original rap stuff like a lot. Like his his mixtapes, his early mixtapes were super fun. But what was that song that we introduced that introduced him to us? That I remember when he was like, oh, uh, uh, laces the up. first laces uh, up. Yeah, laces yeah. Up. is that what it is? Yeah, is it laces up? Yeah, I still have. I need to find it. I when I moved when I bought this house and I moved, I found it. I have one of his original mixtape scenes. And I kept it, and I don't know. It's no, in my. It's, it's probably in my record store. Is it chip off oh. the block? Oh, chip off, chip the, off the block. Oh, and then he had a uh, yeah, Wonderland. Was, uh, Wonderland was also big. Um, yeah, yeah. That music video where he's oh. just walking the streets of Cleveland. That's so yeah. sick. I love it. Guys, we we missed another big one. He already did part of the 2022, but Kendrick Lamar having his own Super Bowl halftime show would be huge. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense for for uh, for like a rap. The, yeah. ol- the only argument you could make, Kendrick Lamar's music translates to like a Super Bowl halftime show, but you could say the same thing about Post Malone a little bit too. So, um, the fucking mm, weekend yeah. had one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and to be <laughs> fair, I, the weekend has some bangers. He really has a couple of really good songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not, uh, he's just, you know, not every. There's what? Well, oh, oh, here's another one we'll throw out there, right? At some point in time, this person's going to get one and she's still really young. Billy Eilish is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like at, at some point, in time, probably. It's that's um, a that's a zoomer zoomer yeah. pick right there. But uh, there's a big one we didn't we didn't bring up, uh, and that's uh, what was it? M- Mrs. Travis Kelsey herself, Taylor Swift. She hasn't done uh, Super Bowl uh, halftime show. She yeah. is arguably the biggest and largest music superstar in the world right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they can I, fit enough people in that stadium for a Taylor Swift. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if. And again, obviously a lot of stuff tends. I you got to imagine that next year's Super Bowl halftime show has her. If she wants it, it's hers. Uh, you got to imagine. Yeah, can't imagine the NFL would. So, um, yeah, what a, yeah, what a nice, uh, what a nice little music tangent we went on. I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, we don't get to talk about that all the time in the pod, so it was uh, certainly fun. And thanks for everyone for indulging our, our eclectic musical taste. 
feel free to drop us a line or reach out to us at the sporting news at gmail.com and let us know what you think the Super Bowl halftime should be, and we'll tell you why it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to come in very critical about all of everyone's opinions. Well, so. yeah, we clearly started the podcast so everyone could know that we are right. So mm, we just have to have mm-hmm, part of being mm-hmm. right that means you have to tell people you're wrong. Just comes with the territory. Absolutely. Um, all right, guys. Well, we're we're it's a little bit of a shorter one tonight. Um, but well, you want to talk hey. about the awards real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about yeah. the the NFL awards just happened. Let me pull. Just up came the out. List yeah. Here. Um, let me go find the phone. Yeah, I apologize. Good catch. Good catch. The NFL yeah, no, awards no, no. We, just we, finalized. We can tonight. run through this fairly quickly. I think most of us are going to agree on. I would think most of them. I would think so yeah. too. Um, so the NFL awards finished. And we'll just we'll we'll get to the MVP. Let's kind of start there um, uh, with some of the offensive but offensive rookie of the year is CJ Stroud by a literal landslide. Um, yep. I don't think there's anything. Uh, Puka Nakua had a great great year, but I don't yeah. think there's any question that CJ Stroud deserved that. Yeah, um, I mean it's 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 tough to say. Honestly, like Puka had a a, a historic first yeah. season in the NFL as a receiver. Um, honestly, I, I mean it's always going to be a quarterback. That's just how the league goes. Um, I really don't think it should have been as much of a landslide because I think Puka uh, really like he was consistent all year and he was one of the best. uh, I mean, one of the absolute best (laughs) rookie years we've ever seen in the history of the NFL from a receiver. Do you think if the Texans don't make the playoffs, CJ doesn't win and it goes to Puka or maybe it's closer if he doesn't? No, I think that he was always going to win it personally. That's fair. Um, well, his uh, CJ Stroud's teammate in Houston, Will Anderson Jr., won the Defensive Player of the Year. Again, this one is pretty close. I don't really know who else you could argue to be number one. You could probably make a lot of arguments for who should be number two or three, but he won uh, yeah. there. Uh, Cleveland has three award winners. Uh, we'll start with. Can I comeback- jump in oh, yeah, real yeah, quick? Yeah. I found the stat. Um, CJ Stroud led the league. In passing yards per game and pass TD and interception ratio this year, yeah, hey, that's that's pretty historic too. It's pretty yeah. historic as well. I, I I was like, man, there's a stat here that blew my mind. But yeah, um, the yeah, only that's... other two the only other two players in history that have done that same thing are Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Good, uh, good company. Yeah, right? good company. That's what they, yeah. that's what they say whenever yeah. they give those kind of stats. That's good company, right? Um, good, on yeah, great point. Oh, yeah. So uh, the Browns have three categories here that they won. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Um, comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, everyone I mean, was thinking this was going to be DeMar Hamlin, um, that he was going to win it. The other one uh, <laughs> that came up a little bit later was, you know, oh, is Baker going to win it? Getting the team to the playoffs. How is that going to work? Um, and ended up being Joe Flacco. I this one is polarizing to me, and I'll ask you guys here a second. But I don't have a problem with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco winning it. He came off the couch and was the fourth starting quarterback for the Browns this season, and helped make lead into the playoffs, stabilize that team when they really needed it, and show that he could still play. Uh, it looked great in the regular season for them. Um, the tough part I have here is that. Um. It depends on, I think, your definition of comeback, right? Uh, yeah, that's he wasn't smart. signed. That's just that's just the nature of the NFL. It's not like he quit football and came back and had this kind of performance. 
It's not like he died in the field like Demar Hamlin and was able to even play a game of football again. Um, it's not even like Baker, who bounced around from three different teams, was was traded, was cut, was released, and then came back. It's a little different. That's where I was very surprised it was not Demar Hamlin. Honestly. Um, and I'll be honest, I, if it, Demar had won it, there were a lot of people that were saying it, playing a handful of games after you die in the field is not that big. It, it's a huge fucking thing. Yeah. Um, the disrespect that Demar Hamlin got because he didn't play back, he didn't start twelve games again or play is it, just ridiculous. Um, I don't have a problem with it, but it's also another one where I'm like, okay, well, cool. I, if someone else had won it, I would not have been mad. I, uh, I, I, boy, the Demar Hamlin thing is special. Um, but statistically, I would have thought Baker would have been the comeback player of the year just because of what he did leading that team to the playoffs. It's a team that wasn't supposed to be in the playoffs. Baker was supposed to be a rental bridge quarterback just to try to get them through yeah. a season or maybe two until they could figure out if they were going to rebuild, figure out what they were doing. Mike Evans, they assigned him to a one-year deal. Um, I I don't have a problem with Joe Falco winning it either because of how good he was in the limited sampling size that you got from him. Um, but I would have thought Baker was the comeback player of the year, kind of just looking at like statistically. And, and, and I guess that's the, that's the old adage, right? Like are these statistic awards or are these story awards? Right. right. And yeah, statistically, I think Baker Mayfield would have like Joe Flacco was a statistic, like stat stuff of Supreme in his sampling with the Browns. But like, if you look at the full body of work, I thought Baker Mayfield was comeback well, player of the year. Well, and I think what you have right is it, Demar is a story, Flacco is stats. In the middle, you have Baker, which is story and stats of a guy who was traded away, cut, or essentially like tra- it, well, he was he was he was not resigned, right? Traded away, then traded from Carolina to uh, the Rams, then released, like you know. All, uh, sorry, it was he was traded, cut, and then signed by the Rams, and then re- and then he wasn't picked back up, and then he went to the Tampa Bay. That's like a guy with a story, a chip on his shoulder, and then some yeah. stats to back it up. He's kind of in the middle there. Um, me personally, when I hear comeback player of the year, I'm usually thinking more of like a story driven, yeah. you know, reasoning for why you have to have a good season, but it's usually story driven. I'm with you, Jay. The Demar Hamlin thing is such a unique. When in the history and modern the modern history of the NFL is somebody died on the field, like their heart stopped beating, and then they've come back and play a single down of football. That is, yeah. if you believe in miracles, it's a miracle. If you believe in science, that is incredible work of uh, hospital technicians, doctors, uh, the emergency staff. Like that's saving a man's life and getting him back in game shape in less than a year. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly, you know, I am a little, honestly, I'm a little surprised that it wasn't Demar, just be specifically because of that. the story. Um, I mean, it is insane, but um, I, I mean, I think that when you, if you do have to take any sort of statistics into it, he like the other yeah. two are just they just have way more of an argument. Um, I mean, I think you know to to not. Uh, of course, like you said, to even be in in the league, the, 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 even to be alive, to be in the league, yeah. to play those snaps. I get it, obviously, um, you know, but he I mean, he did. He played. I mean, he had two tackles on the whole year. You know, like I, 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 I again, I'm not really not trying to take away from I'm, I, of, of course, but um, 
like, you know, you had, you had, I, 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 you know, I love that Baker and Joe are are both in this conversation. It's, it's, (laughs) it's really fun for me. Um, Baker just seems to be a, a better, I mean, Flacco probably had a better story, right? Like it, it was a lot more uh, uh, marketable of a story, right? You know, he was, he was literally off the couch, you know, Baker, you know, I mean, Baker went through, like he got signed and they were like, Oh, Kyle Trask is, might be the starter Guy. And, yeah, and, right. and Baker might be backing him up. And like, it became very obvious, uh, in the, in, in training camp that, that Baker was the better quarterback. Um, and I mean, to the very last, you know, play that he had, he was surprising people. Um, he's obviously going to get a bag this summer. Um, he's, you know, we're definitely going to resign him and <laughs> speak he, that into existence. Yeah. They, they need to. No, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that it's been, it's been, has it been it, has more or less confirmed? I mean, and, and he yeah, even, there was even some like uh hot mic audio of him talking about how like it's, basically a done deal yeah, yeah i mean it's just they gotta iron out the details right um yep and and you know i mean joe flacco's is he's he, what's he gonna be where's he gonna be next year you know he's probably not gonna be with the browns or if probably he is, not gonna, gonna be with the browns very, very unique role the- yeah it's it's just i don't know um you know could could joe have done that for an entire season it's tough to tell he had the it's perfect he had the perfect kind of story Situation. story yeah. stats combo uh so you know i'm not surprised that it's joe but um i think baker was probably a little bit more deserving the the only thing i will say to that is it's that not I a think comeback you... from the dead award <laughs> right <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not it's a i don't mean to make light of what he what he went through hey, it's, it's all right a, I, I made it to kobe toby keith joke but i don't care about toby so whatever yeah um you know we're, we're all entitled to some some dead jokes some darkness uh, yeah but the only thing i'll say on that and then we'll take a look at <laughs> a couple of other words is that i do think um when you look at what joe flacco did and you, you you brought it up. The scenarios he was in, everything he was involved in, being the fourth starting quarterback for a franchise that was like, essentially they were going to miss the playoffs if he didn't come in there. Um, and again, I'm not saying Tampa Bay was would have made the playoffs without Baker because they probably would not have, right? I just, I, wanted, I also think the expectations and where Cleveland was also fueled the Joe Flacco story, sure. right? Yeah. Tom Brady leaving, needing yeah. it, needing another quarterback to come in there to play. That was a story, but it wasn't a Cleveland traded for Deshaun Watson. He's finally coming off suspension. Oh, wait, he's hurt. Oh, wait, he can't play. Oh, wait, he comes back. Oh, wait, he's hurt again. Oh, wait, we don't have a quarterback. Oh, wait, we're on our fourth one because it's Joe jumping Joe Flacco of the former Baltimore Raven, giant rival of Cleveland, comes to Cleveland and then has that level. It's there are so many little strands of stories yeah. that come together to form that. For sure. And, and not to diminish Baker, but we've seen somebody be down and out, go to another team and rise again. Kurt Warner going to the Cardinals after St. Louis. Right? There's there's plenty of stories. And again, I'm not saying that he's not deserving. And, and if he, he'd won, I would have been like, that's fine. He deserves it. I just think yeah. that it's, it's that, that perfect narrative of stories and stats, yeah. you know, made it work. Um, speaking of uh, stats, uh, 
NFL assistant of the year goes to Jim Swartz. Um, it's pretty damn obvious. That makes a lot of sense. It it makes a lot of sense. Uh, the only thing I'll say there is that, man, boy, if he wins this before the Browns get blown out by the fucking Texans, it feels a lot better. But um, no, it's, uh, it's right. a, a regular it, it's a season win. award. It, it, no, I, oh, I know. I'm I know, saying, I know. I coming, know what you're saying. Coming like, two months after that game, everyone in Cleveland saying, well, that's really cool. Where is your award-winning defensive coordinator when you needed him, right? Um, but it was uh, ultimately like, right, the the, yeah, uh, the yeah, right that's pick. The, that's the pick, yeah. Um, right. Uh, so then going into coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. Um, I do think he's deserving. He would have been my second pick. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, same. I also think he's deserving what he did with that team, but I it, are we all united in thinking it should be the man of Detroit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah, Dan Campbell would be the pick. Yeah. My my actually my second would be D'Amico Ryan's, and I'd put Kevin Stefanski at a, at a close third. Fun fact: D'Amico Ryan's and Kevin Stefanski tied. Kevin Stefanski got one more first place vote, so therefore he yeah. won the award. No, I mean, yeah. So like, I would think Dan like. What Kevin Stefanski did with the team, considering all of the issues they had to go through um, on the offensive side of the ball, um, is super impressive. The team played really well all year, um, but like they won assistant coach of the year because their defense was statistically a dominant, dominant defense. And Dan Campbell got the fucking Lions to the NFC Championship game. Absolutely. And I know it's a regular season Again. award, but but still, but I mean, the fact that the, the Lions out. They won the division. Yeah, they won the division. Did they? I mean, they were second. Or yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, they won. They, were, they won. Yeah, they won the no. entire division. Like, not, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. no, won no, their no. Division. Then they were first place in the conference. Their so conference, like, right, right, right. They, yeah, yeah. They won I their mean, first place in the conference. Like that I is don't know how he doesn't get that Detroit. Award. It's Detroit. Here's the other thing. What we look at it right. I. This is 100% where I say, well, don't give the comeback player of the year to, like, how can you say, well, Kevin Spancy is the coach here, and he also has the comeback player of the year and defensive coordinator, right? He he has has all, well, yeah, assistant, right? He has, he won three awards. And don't get me wrong, I think that's great. I think what Kevin Spansky did to keep that team in contention and managed is is great. But I also look and say, well, if you had the best assistant and then you had the comeback player of the year who led your team down the stretch, was it you or was it those people? And again, I think it's I think the coach is responsible for all of that. Don't get me wrong. And if, that's if, I think if, the point. I think yeah. I think really that that it it just goes to show that you know because the head coach isn't you know they're not going out there necessarily explaining how to do things. He's not teaching Joe Flacco how to throw better. You know what yeah, I mean? It, like he is no, he's, he's putting, putting these guys in positions to succeed. Exactly, yeah. he's putting he's, these guys. He picked up Joe Flacco. He put. Uh, you know, Jim Schwartz in that role and, he, you know, yeah. he trusted him to do what he did. And, you know, that's that's what is good about it. that's what makes a good NFL coach is when they can and, do stuff and, like that. And like talk about culture and, and you can say what you want about like the weird shit with Deshaun and how they handle his injuries and all that stuff. But like. A game day culture and an on the field culture, Kevin Stefanski's clearly built a good on field culture for his team and his coaches to succeed and yeah. I'm not talking about the decisions. You can question decisions and individual things he's done. Just the overarching culture. But if you're going to make that argument, 
Dan Campbell. He's done it better. For this year, he's done it better. This year, he's done it better. Yeah, for sure. So it should, like, I, yeah, again, that's why I said I think we're going to agree on most of these. Like, it most is, of the year should have been Dan Campbell. It 100%. is pretty crazy that we're talking about the coaches of the year being from Detroit, <laughs> Cleveland, <laughs> I know. and the Texans. Houston, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So going into the last couple here, um, I'm going to go ahead and say, all right. Uh, offensive player of the year, CMC, Christian McCaffrey, we're all in agreement. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, right. No problem there. Um, no I'm going to save the most conflicting one for last. Um, so we're going to go to the NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson. Again, I don't know how you could argue against him. Like, it, fantastic. He had a very, very quiet beginning in the middle of the year of how good he was. And at the end, he started picking up steam. Um, but again, great, great year. Uh, he was quietly best record. He was quietly dominant all year. Yeah, all year. It's just like like everyone's talking about Purdy and McCaffrey, and even me. I think I like when we talked about MVP halfway through the, um, like when we got like halfway through the year and we started the podcast. I think I even said Christian McCaffrey, and I even overlooked, and not like I'm like the stat guy, but like everyone, most most people outside of Baltimore were overlooking how fucking good Lamar Jackson was playing this year. One hundred percent. Um. So we're going to end the pod on, um, I think, maybe the one that's going to end some friendships here. You might be surprised. Uh, The defensive player of the year is Cleveland Browns defensive end. Justifiably so and very, very much. Kyle, would you agree? Uh, Yeah, no, I think that he uh, was the best defensive player on the best defense uh, in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, Jason, do you agree? Yeah. I mean, he's, they had the best defense in the league and he was the best defense. He's the best player on that team. So now my heart, I want, I obviously want TJ Watt to be the defensive player of the year Mm -hmm. every fucking year. And Mm -hmm. he had the stats to be defensive player of the year. But when you are the best player on the field, every time you step on the field on the best defense in the league, uh, like you win defensive player of the year. It's like, it just, it just yeah. happens that most way. Like, of the time. Yeah. You can look at stats and TJ had a fantastic year. Um, I would love to see TJ Watt be defensive player of the year. I think he was right there at miles Garrett. I don't think it's a slight against TJ for not winning it. If TJ won it, I don't think it would have been a slight against miles Garrett. However, miles Garrett is the best player on the field. Every time he steps on the field and the defense was fantastic this year. So that's why I said, you'd be surprised. Like he's the clear defensive player of the year in, in, in my mind, although my so, heart wants TJ Watt to be the, to be the guy. That is, that's very big of you. I, I'm, I'm, I appreciate yeah. that. And I'm mildly blown away by that. Um, I mean, you they, guys shit at me for like the Steelers stuff all the time, but you do know, I also understand football. <laughs> like, no, I, so, I, yeah. no, I know the, you the, the, also the, picked the Browns to win the Super Bowl. So yes, you giant yeah. fucking troll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, no, Miles, the, dude, Miles Garrett is yeah, so no. fucking good. It is yeah. scary. He is a he is a human being that pretends to do crossovers in front of a center and runs from side to side just because the other team doesn't know how to stop him. How he's, is he, he ca- not going to be defensive player? He he, he, he like, causes he causes uh, delay of games because of how much he moves and then try having to react to him. Didn't he play with a bum shoulder too for yeah. like four or five he, games? The, so, towards the end of the year, yeah. he had a, he had a, a shoulder injury. And my, my one of my favorite stats is he has the highest double team rate. 
and it's not yeah. even fucking close. Like, not even I, close. I will and, say uh, kudos to NFL concussion protocol for just clearly not giving a shit about TJ Watt having an obvious concussion. They put a <laughs> they put the visor on, not because the lights were bothering him, but because he had eye yeah yeah okay. because they, yeah. his eyes were fucking crossed the shit crossed and they didn't <laughs> they didn't want to make it that obvious he got smacked in the head by a 350 pound lineman at full force yeah, yeah okay yeah he's fine he got some grass in his eye but yeah, it's fine so again, I, I, I will i, I will sorry, say um so i think that the the third place probably the third place uh you know defensive player of the year much further beyond behind uh those two, uh, Miles Garrett and TJ Watt, was Micah Parsons, yes, from Dallas, yep. and um, even he tweeted beforehand. You know, someone said, you know, someone put the you know the stats right I, next to each I other. Right, have the tweet. I have the tweet right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of, and I have it as well, actually. But yeah, they they have. You know, he has. You know, Miles Garrett. You look at purely statistics. It's not as impressive of a season as the other two, as as some of these other two. Right. Um, <clears throat> Micah Parsons himself, Joe, did you want to you want to read it for yeah. us? Uh, yeah, this so is what this is what yeah. he said in response to someone. I mean, it was clearly trying to show like this person, said, you know, was trying to show like, oh, Miles Garrett did not have the statistics that other people did. It's a rigged job. Uh, you know, this is ridiculous. Blah blah blah. So then, this was Micah Parsons' response to that. Yeah. So. Um there's a gentleman on Twitter who's, you know, complaining and whining and, and very much propping up uh, TJ Watt, which again, I think we all agree. TJ Watt is a fantastic player, legit. One of the best. Insane. In, in league, oh my right? God. Um, yeah. He says another NFL rig job. Imagine looking at this and giving the guy on the left, miles Garrett, another word because he's never won it. And Micah Parsons, the real Micah Parsons replies, horrible take. Miles was the better player. Reality of the situation. Miles faced way more double teams and effect on the QBs. Fans, please stop looking at stats and look at film. Please yep, look at the game. Yeah, dude. Yes. Just the game. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. You can they they double team TJ Watt, but not as much because TJ Watt has more of an ability to go in coverage. He doesn't do it all the time because he's very much a hand down on the ground, rush to passing linebacker. However, entire game plans. They're made off of TJ Watt, too. Don't get me wrong. But to another degree, entire game plan, offensive yeah. game plans are built around how can we get the ball out of our quarterback's hand quick enough to not give Miles Garrett mm -hmm. sacks, to not give Miles Garrett the yeah. ability to blow up the offense. And I would bet you the majority of times he's not getting sacks, that QB is throwing the ball out of bounds or throwing it in the ground or throwing it to, to a wide receiver who's two yards down the field to get a, a fucking fourth and long because they're like, well, we either get a punt here or we go five yards back because Miles Garrett obliterates our quarterback <laughs> and now we've got to punt the ball. So, yeah, I, I mean, he's clearly the defensive player of the year because this year he decided to toy with offensive coordinators. He's done playing. He's done toying with <laughs> offensive linemen. He's toying with yeah. coordinators now. It's ridiculous. The, the entire franchises. He's just I, toying with I can them. actually call out who posted that tweet that Mike responded to Jersey Jerry of Barstool Sports posted that tweet. So oh, well, he Bar following, Bar so what can, do you know? It, Barstool Sports yeah. has a shit take. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Hmm. Shocking. No logic going through there. Uh, can we start you know, some beef between us and Barstool? Uh, you know what? Our look would be acquired by Barstool. <laughs> Which, hey, by the way, Barstool, if you want to invest also in our podcast, that. you know, go for yeah. it. I'll take some of uh, Stool President's money. 
uh, and also his terrible, terrible pizza reviews. One bite my ass. Anyway. Uh, um all right well that 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 actually didn't end up in an argument i was really expecting jason to lean a little bit more in the tj watt and again like i said we all like tj watt he's a great player uh it's the intangibles like micah parson says the stuff you don't see unless you watch the game so um but gentlemen great time great conversation we are clearly going to be fantastic when they pick all of our ideas for the super bowl um in flames post malone we're gonna go ahead and get them to do a show together uh, let's bring in slipknot and Teak tech nine and we'll just have a fantastic super bowl mm. halftime show put on by us actually guys forget all that we should do the fucking halftime show we need oh, grayson's the one who would have said that too we needed him to say that we the yeah, proper that's true. Up. yeah yeah we gotta think about that a little bit more often yeah, I we guess. gotta start plugging ourselves yeah well guys it's been great uh jason you wanna you wanna send us out here with your usual as they say in Germany, go Steph Curry for the first time ever. What? I lied. I lied. I lied. I got. Hey. I pulled your. I pulled oh, your leg. Fuck you, Jason. Oh, my it's God. too late for this shit. Oh my God. I pulled your leg. Let's go WNBA. They're Let's right. get the yes. Let's, Let's get the chat. Let's get the dub. Let's get the dub. Let's show that women are pure. Jump. Shoot us. And Guten Tag, little Ballin. Shot. Ballin. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Bye. How do you stop this thing?